Hello, 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 and welcome to my podcast. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist, and I vlog and pod about mental health awareness. I have a keen focus on men's mental health. However, I do speak about all types and topics to do with personal being. I practice at the Priory and privately. You can find me on my website, which is www.desireeshaw.com. That's D-I-S-R-E-E-S-H-A-W. I also do a vlog series. Actually, it's a production. I do it with um, a fantastic director of photography, Andrew Magno. He's absolutely amazing. So check out the fantastic cinematography work that we do on our series called The Tortured Superhero. Today, we will be launching um, a bit about behind the scenes and why we do what we do and how we got involved in doing so. So welcome to my podcast. I podcast on a Monday, Wednesday and Friday. It's Monday. Friday, I left you with the ugly truth of dating. Now, I'm going to embark on how to successfully date. How to successfully date. And use the apps as well, if you want. So, what is successful dating? I mean, some of us think that successful dating means that it results in a marriage proposal or something, maybe moving in together or having some form of future life expectancy plan. It could be something else, maybe, you know. What makes dating successful? What seems to make dating successful at the moment appears to be sex (laughs) or another date. Um, Is that a successful date for you? Is having sex a a successful date? Is it the exchange, the conversation, the exchange of buying somebody something, spending time and then the, the prize is you're going to have sex with them? Is that what a successful date is? It seems for many it's about storing potential matchmakers. So some people decide, okay, that's a date. I'll put that in that pot. Put that one in that one, you know. And um, it's a storage situation. It's the whole benching thing I talked about last week on Friday. If you want to know what I was talking about, go back to listen to The Ugly Truth for Dating. It's the podcast before this one. Who is on top? Who wins the dating experience? Who wins a dating game? This is the worst thing, isn't it? The fact that we assume that there is a winner. But the fact is, we do go into dating believing that somebody either has to win and somebody that means somebody effectively loses. Is the loser the one that doesn't get the phone call after the date and that's it? Is that the loser? Is the winner the one who gets the phone call or is the winner the one who makes the phone call? I mean, it's such a conundrum, isn't it? You can, it can be, that can be so stressful. Imagine how anxious you are after a first date, worrying if they're going to contact you, worrying if you've been accepted or approved of, or if you've been rejected. And then you get the phone call, then you're like so grateful. You lose all sense of thought process and everything because actually now you're going along with it simply because you've been accepted. It's such a, it's such a mess. One thing I noticed Hmm. <laughs> is that if you aren't emotionally, mentally comfortable, then dating is not for you. Those that have some emotional stability can excel in dating. But those who don't, if you're not emotional, if you're not emotionally set, 
uncomfortable with who you are, dating is not for you because it's going to be tough. The swipe left, the swipe right, the yes, this is working, no, it's not. I mean, speed dating, that for me is a gruesome affair. I think speed dating only works if you're a little bit high on your own supply and quite happy talking to lots of people because you think that you're doing them a favour by gifting you, gifting them with your, with you. (laughs) That's how speed dating really can work. You know, it's, I don't know how it works any other way. So if you're stable within yourself, you're emotionally, mentally comfortable, then, then dating is for you. And there's nothing wrong with the dating apps, though there is everything wrong with the dating apps, but nothing wrong with the dating apps. All depends on how emotionally well you are, you know. I say, there's nothing wrong with a selfie. I absolutely love the selfie. But when you are taking the selfie because you want other people to like it and you can only feel good because of the attention you're drawing from that selfie, then you've got a problem. But you take that selfie because you love it and you put it up on your wall because you love it and you haven't even bothered to notice who's liked it or not. Then then you're winning. You're winning you. The other way, you've lost you. So here are some rules for successful dating. Okay, number one. Don't take any dating or relationship advice from anyone with multiple or ex-disasters, which are still around. I'm talking about with more than one child hanging about. It's like a red flag. One is, you know, is is enough. Three, four, five, six. This is this going a little bit too far. Um, anybody who um, hasn't is not in a relationship or... They seem to have really bad relationships. Don't take any advice from them. In fact, don't take any advice unless it's from a professional, okay? Um, They've got to at least be in a successful relationship. And by successful relationship, they've got to be in in a working relationship. The relationship has clearly got to be obviously connective and supportive in one way or another. Two, understand your reason your version, your reason, (laughs) understand your version of a successful relationship. Know what you want and be honest about it. Not everybody has the same thoughts and version of a relationship as others. Your relationship, your successful relationship may be very different to mine. That doesn't make your relation, your version wrong. It means it's, it's unique to you. Yeah. Understand that. Number three, Communication is key. We communicate by listening, speaking, respecting, supporting, understanding. So you've got to have that. In your dating experience, this has to be fluid, okay? If you find that this is compromising, you're not in a great place with that particular person. If you find that the communication is strange, you know, just don't waste your time. Why would you waste your time when somebody is already not able to communicate with you? It's just not going to be easy for you. Some people only like the sound of their own voice, (laughs) she says on a podcast. Some people only like the sound of their own voice and will shout you down. Save yourself from the commissary. Some people can't speak and you want them to speak. It's going to be difficult. So you've got to understand that communication is key. 
So the moment you start, you click, you swipe right, you start communicating, you need to, you need to see how the communication flows. If that person has dived into sex talk immediately, you've got to decide, is this what I want? If that's what you want, then go for it. If they dive into sex talk and you're accommodating them purely because you want to be accepted and approved of and you don't want to be rejected, then recognise that is not what you want. Whatever you Only do, do you've got to do it and own it, okay? It's got to be yours, well with not you. somebody else's. Don't do anything for the sake of doing it, okay? Or because you, you don't... If you don't do, then you believe that you're going to lose out. So only do. And I'm not even just alluding to sex here. I'm talking about anything. It might even be going to a particular place and you're not comfortable with it. You have to say, okay? So only do what sits well for you. So many people get, get you know, get, get stuck when, when, they are, when they're not able to communicate how they really feel. And end up doing something and feeling worse about it. Don't do it. I mean, that is really going to compromise you. And the last thing you want to do is compromise yourself, you know. I mean, it's not... There are people who get straight into action hoping that they will be accepted and approved of and not rejected or hard to reject. That's also a very difficult reason to get straight into it or it's much better for you to support yourself moving forward to make sure that you're doing what sits with you. Sex is so easily got these days. There is nothing left to the imagination. But that isn't a bad thing, you know, because I'm going to be honest with you. A relationship is not all about sex. It has very little to do with sex, actually. Sex is procreation and enjoyment and you will get old and your leg will not raise that high as you did when you were in your 20s. That is natural. What happens then? It's terrible? No, it's change. It's just what happens, okay? Relationship, it's about connection, communication, support, partnership. That's another podcast, yeah? So I'll talk about that later. So number five, to successfully date, to successfully date, you are better served when you are better at looking after you being comfortable with you. This allows for you to simply be while dating without the stress. I find this is something I have heard a lot when um, a couple are going through the dating situation or they're not sure what's happening and they say to the partner, often it's the woman who says it to the guy, so what are we doing? And I think to myself, that question says, you're quite happy to do, decide depending on what the other person wants to do, without saying what you actually what you actually want. Particularly ladies, but men do this as well. Don't ask somebody what you're doing because if you ask somebody what you're doing, it's clear you do not know what you're doing. And if you do not know what you're doing, then you are going to be taken for a ride. And this is when you're going to be benched. You're going to be breadcrumbed. They're going to basically just have their way and it's going to be on their terms. And then they're going to always opt for being friendly with some sort of benefits, with a possibility of something. That is being benched and breadcrumbed and cookie jarred. That is nowhere near a relationship. Recognise that. 
When somebody says, well, we'll see where it goes, there are other options going on. Okay, so be comfortable to be you. And remember, it's not about accommodating somebody else's needs. It's about accommodating yours. Listen for the language. Check out the podcast I did on Friday, The Truth About the Ugly Truth of Dating, and notice when you have been benchmarked. In fact, I think I have to do a podcast for each of those things to fully explain what it is, because this happens so often and people come away going, what happened? I don't know what happened. So so to successfully date, you are better served when you are better at looking after yourself. Okay, that's number five. So number six. Be open to interaction and engagement in conversation. Allow yourself to be present without judgment or concern. Let each moment pass and interact naturally for you. Being open is key. I'll tell you something. Um, And being open, you can just have a connection. It doesn't have to go anywhere. I remember the day I met Andrew if you have a look on my social media this is the this is the fantastic young man who produces all my videos on the torture superhero and our connection was pretty unique i was walking down bishop's gate and he was standing there with his camera and he turned very confidently very calm there was nothing you know he was so relaxed with himself and he just looked at me and he gave a half a smile not even a full smile I started talking to him about cameras. And from there, just that openness, we had so much in common in terms of what we wanted to do that we had blossomed a professional relationship. And I reckon he'll probably be around for a really, really, really long time. Um, And um, that was due to the fact that I'm open and he's open just to a conversation. Sometimes we place so much meaning on things and we don't need to. We can actually go easier on ourselves. When you don't place too much meaning on stuff, be open. So be open to a conversation. Be open to interacting. Be, be open to be you as a person. Yeah? It, you, you might not meet the, the love of your life, but you might meet somebody who is going to remain your friend forever, possibly. Number seven, be honest with yourself. Do you want to see them again? Don't do it because they're there. Don't start benching somebody or cookie jarring somebody because you're not sure what's going to happen and you're worried that you might never meet the lover. That's another problem. Stop worrying about that. Be in the moment of now. To be honest, do you want to see them again? Number eight. Don't search for butterflies or fairy tale like experiences. No one's going to break open the bloody glass cabinet that you're lying in and kiss you and wake you up and you're going to be in love forever it's not going to happen okay (laughs) don't waste your time do what sits well with you okay always go back to that do what sits well with you don't start thinking oh I felt butterflies and I'm not sure if I did feel butterflies how many people I have seen who said to me I'm not sure because I felt a little something in my stomach but I wasn't sure I'm waiting for that butterfly feeling wow no wait for the connection You'll know if you have a connection because it will feel so natural and fluid that you won't even question it. You won't need anybody else to describe the actual physical symptoms because there will not be any prescribed physical symptoms.
Nine. Uh, this is my mantra. Live in the moment of now. Okay, always be now, be present. Not in the past. So don't plague yourself with thoughts of bad past relationships. Be present. Do not talk about exes. There are no, there's no space for that while you're dating. There's no space for you to go into the past and start reliving some old event. Because you're now. By giving it a platform and notoriety, you are giving it power and and you're giving it a direction. Okay, so live now, be only now, be present, which means if you're going on a date, you're now not. Oh, this is just like my ex. He used to do that or she used to say that this is a really bad sign. Instead of looking for those signs, just be now and notice if it doesn't sit with you, then you don't see them again. Okay, but rather than plaguing yourself with all the possibilities of how terrible they could be, save yourself and just be present. Just be present all the time. You will naturally make the choice that sits well for you when you are present, but only when you're present. Okay, number 10, big one here. You must remember to do this every single time you date. Leave expectation and judgment in the nearest bin expectation only spoils the party be mindful okay be mindful when you start expecting the date to be amazing expect you're gonna you it could be you know expect that you're going to have a date and because you're gonna have a date you're gonna have an experience which you're going to enjoy anyway rather than the date's going to be everything you need it to be so so be mindful be mindful in the now And don't judge because it just takes up too much of your brain space and it takes you away from the present moment, okay? Just take the moment for as it is. Don't um, just do um, that judging and expecting. Don't do that. It's going to cause you a problem. And 11. Leave when you want to and make the reason for your departure about how your own comfortability or your own discomfort rather than somebody did something make it be it's you actually I want to leave now because I don't really like to do I don't want to do this anymore honor yourself okay don't do don't stay because you feel like you feel bad and you don't want them to think that you didn't and whatever and don't waste your time with all of those thoughts leave when you want to okay leave when you want to do that so that you can support yourself to um, honouring yourself. And number 12, don't always have your dates around alcohol. Okay, and for those of you who drink and often go to bars, try to have dates where there is no alcohol. Because alcohol just leads, to, especially if you're on a dating app and then you have a drink and then you go and do that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but get a bit creative. Okay, there's loads of things you can do, particularly if you're in London, but there's loads of things you can do. What I actually absolutely love is you got movie night at the museum up in Kensington. I can't remember which one it is. Is it V&A? But there's a couple of interesting things that you can actually do on a date, which doesn't necessarily involve you having a drink and then getting tipsy and talking a load of slosh and then going back to somebody's house and then waking up in the morning thinking, oh, I'm not sure, or having another ping on your dating app and you think, oh, I'll go on this date. I'm not sure about this one. And you start breadcrumbing and benching and cookie jarring and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So... 
don't take your date to the traditional, we're going to dinner, we're going to eat and we're going to drink. There are other things that you can actually do that you can actually start connecting and talking to someone. Alcohol is it's great, nothing wrong with it. But it's not going to allow you to see the real person. It's not going to allow you to be the real person. And what can sometimes happen when you start dating and alcohol's involved from the very beginning, alcohol continues being involved throughout. And then when you don't have any alcohol, you'll realise, oh my God, I don't think I want to see this person without a drink. Do you understand? Save yourself from that mess. Get to know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with not having a drink. Nothing wrong. The problem, though, can be with the apps. Because the apps aren't a bad thing. But um, they rule out real connection. Because when you use the app, your imagination can just run wild. Okay? And... um, because you can have some you it's so easy to say things on texts isn't it somebody can be a lot more confident online than they can in real per, in the in real life in person and then when you see them they might shy away from it or they might need to drink alcohol in order to get to the level that they were at when they were messaging you on the app do you see what i mean about the whole alcohol thing um the apps aren't a bad thing but um but you can regain the ability to connect on the app by by first noticing that your imagination can run wild and you can easily lose your inhibitions on the app. And until you actually meet that person and start speaking, you're not going to know anything because anyone can be anyone, you know, behind behind the behind a phone. And the thing is, you can, the thing with the app, you can start dating as soon as you turn the app on. You can, you can be sitting on the toilet and be on the date, you know, because you just said hi and the other person started talking back. And then you might, you might get to talking about something and you could be doing anything. And it's not so, um, you're, you, because you're playing with the imagination, you, you, you then start doing anything. There's nothing wrong with that, but that can really ruin um, the connection because you're not actually connecting. You're sometimes being a little bit... You're losing your inhibitions purely because you just want to, not because that person has got you to. That's the difference, see? There's losing your inhibitions with someone because that's what you're triggered to do. You want to do that. And then there's doing it because you really just want to do it. And that person, you're having this conversation, so it just makes sense to. That's not a good enough reason to connect. The app... The app will take your imagination further than reality. So just recognise that. And also, pictures. <laughs> pictures are often of the um, greatest angles only. Okay? Like the above shot. Nothing wrong with a good above selfie. You know, I've taken a few. They're fun. But... Um, you're not seeing the real. So before you get caught up on the app and how they look in that picture, how amazing their abs are, how beautiful their skin is, how amazing their eyes are, their lips, recognise it's just a picture, okay? On that day, that they could have looked just like that. And then afterwards, they look nothing like that. I don't know. But recognise that your imagination can really run with that. You will see with your eyes... And experience with your whole being, your ears, your nose, the the uh, the atmosphere. You'll be able to notice it. So this will support you. 
in order to recognize that. Be now. Be just be now. See, dating, in my view, see dating as an exploration activity, seeking connection, conversation, and understanding rather than sex. Unless you want to seek sex. But if you are only seeking sex, ensure that the other person involved is very aware of that so that there is no room for disappointment and you are not benching, breadcrumbing and cookie jarring for your own gratification. That means you're using someone. If they know, then you're not using them and you can move fluidly forward knowing that you're being your true authentic self and not using anyone. Don't use anyone. It's just not nice. So I'm going to go a little bit into the whole benching and um, orbiting and what that actually means for a person on the next podcast. But um, dating at the dating conversation last week seemed to... A lot of people contacted me on that and wanted to know more. And I think because we don't really learn about relationships, it's probably something that we need to we need to know more about. So I'm going to be talking about it. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Desiree Shaw and this podcast is about dating. Um, And my name is Desiree Shaw. (laughs) You can find me on my website, which is www.desireeshaw.com. I have said my name so many times. Find me on Instagram and What's the other one called? Facebook. And it's Desiree Short Official. I promise not to say my name again. I vlog and I podcast on mental health. I have a series called A Torture Superhero. There'll be an episode going out today. You get to meet. You get to meet Andrew. I like Andrew. He's all right. He is. So um, look out for that one. Also, there's lots of other things I've got in store in terms of mental health and support. Uh, I also um, I also do something else. <laughs> You're going to be like, what is she doing? I actually make um, online courses and they're going to be coming out next year. There's quite a few things happening. So for people who find going to see a therapist daunting, I have another way of um, being able to support your mental health. So I'm on a mission to make therapy accessible. And on that mission, I plan to change the world one thought at a time. I need your help for that. Do you know what I'd love you to do? Share my podcast. Share it far and wide. (laughs) Comment. I don't know. Maybe you want to feature it on it. I have no idea. But um, share. I would really appreciate that. Come and find me on social media. Hit me up and say hi. Thank you so much for listening. My name's Desiree Shaw. Again, I'm sorry. I said it one more time. I will speak to you again on Wednesday. Have a wonderful Monday. Bye for now.